Hello and welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Russell, and with me is my co-host, Ashley Russell. Hello! This is a show where each week, Ashley and I, we talk about a new movie that's playing in theaters, and we break down whether we thought it was good or bad, and whether or not it would make for a good date movie. On this episode, we're talking about Miss Bala, starring Gina Rodriguez and Anthony Mackie. The IMDb plot summary reads... Gloria finds a power she never knew she had when she is drawn into a dangerous world of cross-border crime. Surviving will require all of her cunning, inventiveness, and strength. Based on the Spanish-language film. Uh, This is based on the 2011 film of the same name. You and I haven't seen that movie, the Spanish-language version. But it was... uh, I do remember it being acclaimed at the time. And uh, what I have seen of it, it's uh, much more naturalistic than this version that we're talking about. This is kind of like the the slick. It it resembles a more kind of generic Hollywood thriller. Yeah, Yeah, and from what I've seen of the the 2011, the original, uh, it's just a more raw, more gritty kind of of approach to it. And so that that seems to be kind of what a lot of people's issue is with this version. It has that kind of generic sheen over it. Yeah. Whereas the original I can one, see that. Yeah. And and the movie has a 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not good. That's awful. And it's it's been open for about a month now. We're just, you know, we're kind of just talking about a little late and it's made less than 15 million. That's bad. I don't how much did it cost to make? I believe it cost about 15. It was pretty okay, low budget. So then they they're going to well, make even, their numbers. I'm well, I mean you only take in about half from theaters. Yeah, but I'm talking like it'll probably get it's they'll make their numbers eventually at best yeah maybe in a couple years it'll break even but this is a disappointment even at a low budget this is kind of a wipeout and that's surprising because the movie wasn't bad the movie was actually i mean it was pretty entertaining i mean i really like gina rodriguez's performance in this film yeah so for me i I don't know what else people want (laughs) It's like, what do you want from me? I mean, there's sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I mean, seriously. Yeah, I I guess the sort of indifference that this movie's been greeted with is a little puzzling to me also, especially when you keep hearing about, we want more representation, you know, we want more women behind the camera. I mean, here's a movie with a Latina lead and uh, a female director, Catherine Hardwick. Yeah. So like it kind of, I mean, it checks those inclusion boxes. (laughs) And it should, you know, with with the female protagonist and, you know, the action storyline, it should have enough to appeal to men and women, yet nobody showed up. I I don't think it was... This this movie was a fart in the wind. It really was. I'm going to tell you, like, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the hell out of it. It was gritty. It was fun. It was, uh, you know, I didn't see the first, you know, the the Mexican uh, original. Right. But... Neither have I. For me, like, this was original. I mean, I hadn't seen it before, the storyline. Yeah. Assuming Uh, you haven't seen the original film, this is, like, a new story. Uh, This is is something fresh. And and, and most people, you know, would not have seen the first movie. I didn't even realize there was a first one. Well, definitely. Yeah, not here in the States. It it wasn't a widely seen movie. But, you know, people in Hollywood saw it and they're like, hey, we can do something with this. I think it was Mexico's submission for the Oscars for that year. I don't think it was nominated. Okay. But, I mean, you know, it got some attention. You know, played a can. I mean, it it got plenty of attention. But, like, for me, I I don't understand. I mean, maybe... The only bad thing... What what, what do you think went wrong with this movie? uh, Well, 
the only ne- having seen it, the only negative thing I can really say about it is that outside of Gina Rodriguez, the movie that kind of surrounds her, there's really no other named talent. Well, sure, yeah. There's no, there's no recognizable names. I mean, that's okay. Like, you can't hold that against the movie. But the movie's just telling its story. It's not really bringing a whole lot of like creative storytelling flair to the screen. No, I it's mean, just telling it's, its story. It's a story that we've we've seen before. Yeah, it's just telling its story. But it, you know, it puts Gina Rodriguez into the central role, and for me, that held my attention. I mean, I guess it was a little hard to to watch too. With you have you know people being at a beauty pageant and and then after that or before that i think it was before they all went to the club and then somebody shoots up a club and i think that's kind of probably reminiscent of you know a lot of, of shit that's happened recently. a lot of stuff that's Night happened in, in the the public eye right you know with orlando and you know everything that's gone on but this wasn't a hate crime it was not a hate crime no this, it, this was you know getting those those women into prostitution right and she's forced into a situation and she's kind of forced up with this this character Lino. He's he's sort of like the co-lead. Yeah. But he's kind of a bad dude, right? But she's yeah, sort of forced she's, into she's, a close relationship with him. She's she's definitely forced into a relationship and yeah. like whether she wants it or not. She plays it pretty well. She does play it very well. I mean, she's she's in survival mode. She's doing what she has to do to survive. And then she realizes that he was a big part of why her friend got put into prostitution. Who was actually in the pageant to begin with. Right. So he's not a good guy. No. But, at, you know, at certain points, the lines get kind of blurred. It does get blurred. It's like that Stockholm Syndrome yep. sort of thing when you're like, falling you for your feel character. And you feel it in the dialogue. You feel it in the movie. That there could be, like, she fa- she legitimately falls in love with this person, yeah, it, it um, seems they make it seem plausible. Like you're not, you're not rooting sa- for she it. She saves him from an, a fed bust. I mean, like it, people lost their lives. I mean, she actually physically saved him. Is that when they're like in, in that big, big shootout with grenade launchers, yeah. or like driving through fire and yeah. all that? That was a pretty good scene. That was a pretty good scene. The, the movie has some pretty good action. And directed by a woman, like I applaud that. Well, directed by Catherine Hardwick, yeah. she made one of one of our favorites, I think, Thirteen with yeah. Evan Rachel Wood. That was her debut, very strong debut. You know, then she directed Twilight a few years later. <laughs> she directed all the, three. She directed the all first. Four? Oh, okay. Directed the first Twilight. But you know, having directed Twilight, that was record breaking at the time. You know, like the biggest opening for a female directed film. So Catherine Hardwick has blazed some trails yeah. as a female director in Hollywood. It's just it's interesting that like critics just weren't there for this picture. Like critics were not behind it. And you know, Sony I, did, I don't think they spent a lot on marketing. No, so they audiences weren't. audiences didn't show People up. didn't know about this movie. I mean they dumped it on like Super Bowl weekend. I mean we knew about it because you know we go to the movies every you know every week, probably a couple <laughs> times a week. <laughs> So like we knew about it and we, we you know wanted to go see it, but well, yeah. regular Joe Schmo had never heard about this movie. Well, yeah, I mean I've been seeing trailers for a while. I don't know if they've been spending. Yeah, but it's ads, not trailers on like TV, TV ads, right? Well, any typically like any movie that opens on like Super Bowl weekend is kind of a dump. Yeah, like no one's. It's usually like after the Super Bowl, studios get serious 
about releasing product <laughs> for like January and up to the Super Bowl and the New Year. It's so it's FYI, no folks, don't go see films in January and then up to the Super Bowl. But just don't not, do it. But that's not true because we're talking about a decent one. Because sometimes studios they just don't know how to market. Maybe a, a movie that's it's decent. hard to market a rated R. This was PG thirteen. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, it's hard to market a, a PG-13 movie that's centered around drug cartels. I mean, a lot of parents won't want their kids to go see it. Maybe maybe it should have been R. Yeah, I think it should have been R. Yeah, that And then it helped. would have gotten a little bit more edge. I th- yeah, it could have used some edge. And, you know, we've seen the movie. You know, we, you and I, we, you know, we think it works well enough. Catherine Hardwick, she does a decent enough job with the action. She's not like... Going to be like the next Tony Scott or John Woo or anything in terms of action filmmaking. Like it doesn't I mean blow the doors off. She's not going to make the next Fast and Furious. Neither of those guys made any of those films. <laughs> okay, who made Fast and the Furious? James Wan. He made one of them. Okay, they've been directed by a bunch of different people. We no Tony Scott made me Man on Fire. I guess what I'm saying is like Catherine Hardwick. She's not like a big time action stylist, and maybe a movie like this could have used a real visual stylist. And maybe the trailers would have been better. I mean, I guess she could have taken Catherine Bigelow and and taken advice from her. <laughs> I mean, I wish Catherine Bigelow could direct everything too, right? But uh, that's not the case. I know her uh, salary alone would probably only... be more than what that movie costs to make. What you think, Catherine Bigelow's getting like twenty million dollars? She should. If she's not, she better needs. She needs a better agent. Let's be real. You have Michael Bay and you have James Cameron making a lot of money. Steven Spielberg. Catherine Bigelow's last movie was a big old flop. No one showed up. So now, but like, she is the first female Oscar Best Director Oscar winner. Only female. And only female. <laughs> Who's the the girl that directed Wonder Woman? Who I don't really like. <laughs> Patty Jenkins. I'm kind of torn on her because I hated Wonder Woman. You hated Wonder Woman. Well, I hated how it was directed. <laughs> it's. I haven't seen it since theaters. I, I just. I remember. Uh, like it made me so bored watching it. I. I got angry. I didn't like Aries. I didn't like the actor portraying Aries. I didn't like. Yeah, there's a lot of problems. I mean, the a lot villain of was just very weak. You bet. And I feel like a good superhero movie needs a good villain it in helps. order to succeed. Although plenty of Marvel movies have gotten by with mediocre villains, so you know. I mean, Thanos is not mediocre. But the, I, I agree, the best superhero movies, I mean, we're getting off track from Miss Bala, the best superhero movies usually do have a great villain. Yes. Absolutely. But I, I am kind of digging her new series that's out right now. We, uh, we are the night. We are the, I, I night. the night. I am the night. I am the night. I am the night. <laughs> we yeah, own, it's about we own the night. <laughs> well, it's about Black Dahlia, and you know how, like, crazy it, I am about that. Is it, It's getting better? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, good for her. I, I don't know if she directs every episode. I think she's busy making Wonder Woman too. Anyways, back on to Miss Bala. So, well, yeah, basically, I mean, we're talking about this movie, you know, that's ba- pretty much out of theaters at this point. But it's worth talking about because I think it is actually... I think it'll be a good Netflix hit and, and maybe... Well, it's a good, a, however you see it, it's a good date movie. Yeah. I, it checks those boxes. It does. Where, like, you know, both partners can get something out of it. Yeah. And it's not, you know, I don't think both people are going to be like, wow, a, a new classic. No, but, but it'll be entertaining. be entertaining. Yeah, it's it, it, it fills the time. <laughs> it does. And there's some sexual tension in there, and there's, yeah. Gina, you know... Gina you, Rodriguez delivers. 
I mean, she gets the juices going. Gina Rodriguez, she was on Jane the Virgin. I think that was kind of her breakthrough, which I haven't seen. Have you seen Jane the Virgin? No, and not interested. Apparently a good show, but that that was kind of her breakthrough. But she's good here, and I would, even though this bombed, I would like to see Gina Rodriguez in more roles. I do, too. I think she's a great actress. She was uh, she was in a film last year called Annihilation, a really great film. She was good in that. She looks great. She Absolutely. She's not like that sick, skinny actress that we've come to uh, like are used to she looks physically capable she looks like of the physically shit, fit she, the shit she, she takes on in this fantastic. movie that's a big part of selling movies like these you know where you have women in the role they need to convincingly look yeah. like they can handle this shit that you she put may them be through, a and size she does. three versus a size you know zero and negative 2.0 <laughs> that the actresses are Getting used to... You know, someone like Brie Larson in this role, it would be kind of a joke. Well, but... she's not Spanish, but yeah. <laughs> that would be it would be a big joke hearing her Spanglish. I guess, I mean, Brie Larson... Seeing Brie Larson in a role that re- would require this kind of physicality, uh, I don't see I'm going to be honest. I, I am not looking forward to the Marvel movie. Well, we're going to see it soon enough. Uh, <laughs> Captain Marvel. I I think she was so miscast. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna but dig, we'll see. We're gonna dig into that. Next I hope week. she proves me wrong. She's an Oscar winner, so I guess yeah. Some, but some benefit you know, doubt. Oscar winners, actors and actresses are great when given the right material. I think one of the things you said, one of the first things you said when we came out of the theater about Gina Rodriguez is that she's kind of like a like a more feminine or kind of like a sexier Michelle Rodriguez. Yes. She's kind of like Michelle Rodriguez with a little more sex appeal. Yeah. Uh, I guess you could say. Yeah, because Michelle Rodriguez is just is not sexy in my book. <laughs> I mean, she's she's fine. She, she's a pr- pretty lady. I mean... Pr- pr- pretty, pretty lady? I, I can... I, I, she's, and I, like, I like... She's a good she, actress. She's I like her. Too, she's, good. she's a good actor, but good she's actress. too masculine for me. Well, she, I mean, she plays those roles. She's kind of typecast into those tough, chi- tough chica roles. Yeah, but you can be a tough chick and not be, like, butch. You think she's too butch? Yeah. I think she walks that line. I, I mean, she's... I mean, look, Vin, Vin Diesel loves her. I, I mean, I buy it. I mean, Dominic Toretto loves her. Yeah. I That's not, not the real Vin. My man, my man, Vinny. Um, <laughs> so you and I both enjoyed it. We both, I think, recommended. What grade would you give this? I would say a C. It's a solid C movie. A C? That doesn't sound like a recommend. It is a recommend. It's I mean, a, a C is like average. C it's, a is like C, it's a C plus. It's average. I would give it like a B minus. Yeah. So I give it a C plus. You give it a B minus. Not much difference between like one or two points. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like we're barely even recommending it. No, I mean, <laughs> it's great. good. No, it, it, it's good. C you plus, know. You know. It's... <laughs> it didn't blow me away, though. It no, wasn't like a. Yeah, Catherine Hardwick, she's not like John Woo. Or Tony Scott. She's not going to, like, bring bring the thunder. Yeah. She's not, like, bringing the helicopter shots and, you know, like, the crazy pyrotechnics and the, the stunt work. She's not George Miller. Yeah. But I mean, she's... she's Within its own ambitions, yeah. I think this movie works uh, just fine. And, you know, when it comes around on video, it's, you know, it's a good good little date, date night in. It is a good little date night in. Yeah. Watch it on the couch. Snuggle with some popcorn. Go on a hike, watch it on your phone. Cuddle up in a tent? Well, not like that, but on a hike. All right, I guess we'll, we'll stop talking. Thank you. Okay. <laughs>
That's Miss Bala, directed by Catherine Hardwick. You can find more episodes on anchor.fm slash movie date night, as well as iTunes, where you can rate, review, and subscribe. We're on Twitter at DNMoviePodcast. You can also email us at DateNightMoviePodcast at gmail.com. And until next time, I'm Patrick. And I'm Ashley. Thanks for listening. Bye.